Um, now, before we go any further, you know, God's doing a lot of good things and you know that we do have a lot of ministry sessions and, and uh, people receiving prayer all the time. Um, healing rooms will be starting up uh, later on. Um, but um, I, I'm going to ask Kate if she could uh, come up and share this story. On Sunday, Sunday was it, we had a great time at Munta. We did water baptisms. When I was, when I was in the water facing, there was a, quite a lot of people on the beach. I just started thinking, oh, Jesus people. Anyway, Pirate's Cove. So Kate, do you want to come up and just share what, what happened um, on, just after the baptisms, really? All right, so I had my parents come visit over the Christmas break, which was lovely. Uh, they stayed on for an extra week, partly to suss out Moonta in church, but also mum has had deteriorating eyesight and hearing over the last year and was understandably scared of becoming blind, I suppose. Um, but she received prayer last Sunday. Uh, we had a few of the um, my fellow interns, I got them to pray for her at lunch here, and then Daryl prayed for mum down at Moonta after the, the baptisms as well. And she woke up the next morning and my mum, uh, she's more of a traditional background, I suppose, but is open to the things of the Spirit, evidently. And said when, as she was waking up, she saw a picture of something being pulled out of her ear and, uh, and she went to brush her hair that morning and could hear the hairbrush going through her hair for the first time in decades. And uh, we were driving. <laughs> so there you go. Fantastic, and, and it says, it says uh, these signs will follow those that believe. It's not, five, it's not about ascension gift ministries, it's about those who believe, and we're called to lay hands on everything with a pulse. The minute you hear that someone's, you know, um, uh, especially, look, especially at the moment, look, this is a legit statement, but I always, you know, put my little bit in, but when, if anyone is having like an issue, like what we, we call now today a medical coincidence, That, we, we, we need to pray for them. We need to lay hands and say, you know, and make it very clear, Jesus is the healer. You get the minute, the, the, the minute you, you obscure Jesus, he gives the Holy Spirit less to work with. It's, it is all about Jesus. It, 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 Jesus, if he be lifted up, he'll draw all men unto him. So, so many uh, uh, people, there, there's a lot of uh, anxiety around health and different things. Perfect opportunity to ask uh, someone or offer uh, prayer. And I think that um, being, having conversations, multiple conversations uh, with different people over, over the last few days, I suppose. But we're gonna talk a little bit about the prophetic um, beginning of this. But God wants the church to take back the town square. We've just turned it all into just gathering behind our little picket fences and our conferences. You know, there's so many people, I've never, I've never found people so open, so open to hear the good news. You got, we're getting people coming to church, you, you know, like uh, just to hear about stuff and they're not sure what's going on. They think, we call it the anointing, they call it energy. And, <coughs> and so you've got so many people that they know, see people can smell if something's authentic or not. And then what happens at the end of the day, Jesus said, he's the way, the truth and the life. No one gets to the Father except through him. So there's people searching everywhere. It's never been more open. So I want you to get excited that the, like never before the harvest has never been more ripe, okay? You can put it another way, but that would seem like a racial statement. Um, and so, it, seriously, look, everything's been so, you know, the, 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 the harvest fields are white. Oh, hang on, um, there we go. 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray, going to get straight into it. Holy Spirit, thank You that You're here. Lord, this is Your church. This is, I just thank You that uh, uh, we, we firstly worship and acknowledge that anything worthwhile comes through You. You're the one that quickens life. You're the one that takes the things of Jesus and makes them real to us. This morning, Lord, I just thank You. It is the anointing that destroys the yoke. Holy Spirit, we just honour You and worship You. We just thank You today, especially around the, the, the time of communion. Thank You for a supernatural quickening and wisdom and revelation in Jesus' Name. Everyone said, Amen. Okay, so we, uh, um, I wanna talk a little bit about the prophetic on the front end of things, because we've been processing it and we need the prophetic. We do, it says, don't despise prophecy, but test all things. And Paul said, I, I especially desire above all things that you would prophesy. So we need the prophetic. And it says in Amos that God does nothing on the earth without first telling his prophets. And so there's, there's, uh, uh, we need to desire to receive the Word of the Lord, not just for ourselves, but also for the wider body. And that's not something, let's just say if you've heard prophetic stuff and you're, eh, like this, it's very easy to close your heart. And, and we are command, do not despise. So test and then you weigh and you go, okay, I, some of that got quick into me, that's okay. There seems to be a, 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 maybe an established ethos now where people actually don't describe the problem because it's deemed as negative. And it's like, this is, you know, you're a warning prophet, you're a doom prophet. Well, all I want to say is this, is that when the prophets prophesied, especially the major prophets, they always spoke with a backdrop and within a historical context, a spiritual context, a, 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 a geopolitical context, an economic context. Whether there had been locusts coming through and, and pulling, uh, get, getting rid of uh, uh, the crops, whether it was in Ezekiel when there was, the, there was open idolatry and hidden idolatry in the temple when, um, Jeremiah, who was as, a, as nationalistic as anyone, God said, Babylon is coming to invade. Uh, Daniel, when, they, when, when Nebuchadnezzar commanded everyone to go and to engage in open idolatry, and if they chose not to worship that image, they would, would have been put to death, fiery furnace, okay? And so, so there's always a backdrop and a historical context. However, there does need to be always brought solution. What, does, what, what, what do, are we meant to do in response to this? This is really, really important. I would say without any exception, every response to a prophetic word of, of this nature always should elicit the response of repentance. Every time. Now, why is this important? Because when we understand the historical, spiritual, cultural, socio-economic, uh, geopolitical context, it informs our repentance. Because repentance is going in the opposite direction to where everyone else is going. Can someone say amen? So it's not a matter of just like, like load you up, we'll do a, we'll, you know, we'll do a, 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 a multimedia presentation at the end of it. You feel like you, you're gonna start to really search scriptures about the rapture. And I just think that, I think that there, there's so much manifesting but God has given us more than enough to overcome in Jesus' Name. Can someone say Amen? It's, it's, it's completely real. So, so I just like, this should inform us because we need to know what's taking place. 
And I know that, that, that we will be talking about the solution because we've been talking, we, we are gonna be talking about the, the realm of light, the kingdom of light. And there's a specific statement that the Lord spoke to me about, but I just want to, I wanna give you some, are you okay if we give you the context of where we're living at the moment? Are you okay with that? Before, oh, thank you. Okay. But, but always, always, whatever's taking place in the world should inform our repentance. And repentance isn't begging, bawling and squalling and crocodile tears and saying, sorry God. It's actually changing how you think. It's changing how you think. And everyone's running down here in fear and God says, oh, move in the opposite spirit. So change how you think so drastically, you're going in the opposite direction to, to where the prevailing uh, uh, worldly trade winds are going actually. So what you got here, and, I, and I'm, gonna, I'm going to... Uh, 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 carefully couch my language and be as careful as I can. And if I'm not careful, then obviously the Lord didn't want me to be. Okay. So at the moment, we're, 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 we're starting to see in the local government area uh, the rollout of smart cities. Okay. And so we're talking like uh, total surveillance at the ratepayer's expense. And so, so this is actually taking place for, for anyone who wants to know that there's a Oh, a, 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 a web page you can go on, NOSCAG, N-O-S-C-A-G. I'll just, I'll tell you what it stands for. You're going, what the heck am I looking up? Okay, all right, here we go. It is basically No Smart Cities Action Group. And so if you have a, and it's, and it's, and it's dot online, that was a weird one. Uh, uh, NOSCAG, N-O-S-C-A-G, dot online. And just get informed. Have a look what's taking place. And so then you, you've got all sorts of interesting things. You've got, now again, I'm gonna, this, is, this, is, this is my careful language. There are rumoured climate lockdowns down the track. Rumoured. There's rumoured to be 100 cities who've signed up to it already. It's rumoured for Oxfordshire, Oxfordshire to uh, it, it start trialling it where you can only really leave your house 100 times a year and how they're going to do that. And, and, and you know, you've got your, they'll put their little bollards that appear at the end of your street and whatnot, rumoured, okay? But I'll tell you what, the rumour mill's been pretty amazing these last few years, okay? It has been, it really has been. And so, um, this is not, now this is not rumoured, now we're going into the concrete, gross government overspending that will result in economic collapse. Gross government. With the, the, the spending that's taken place, I remember an old Prime Minister said years ago, he said, saving is like climbing up the stairs, but spending is like going down the elevator. And boy, have we been going down. The spending, these omnibus things, the, the, I just, the gaslighting that's taking place in government, especially in the, in the US, blows my grid. Is that they're actually, in these omnibus bills, they're, they're spending money to protect other countries' borders while they're, we're talking gaslighting is the new norm. And we're seeing this is actually happening. Now, I completely concur. Listen carefully. I think the best advice is keep your eyes on Jesus. However, when we understand the context of everything happening, it informs our metanoia. So we can actually go, okay, here's the deal. And this morning we're gonna touch on that. Um, uh, <laughs> central bank digital currency, social credit system, and so on and so on. This is real. And, and uh, what, 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 why am I bringing this up? I'll tell you why. Because too much of the church has removed itself from the town square. We just think the world's gonna come to us and I can, you know, like in regards to ministering on a Sunday, whatever, you know, if, if in regards to impact in the world, it's shooting fish in a barrel. 
This is why we do what we do. And what's exciting is this, is that when you realise what the, when, you, when your metanoia is informed, you actually have a faith to access greater grace. That's what's so amazing about it. Because if it's, if it's we need to be able to see it through the lens of Jesus. And I understand when everyone takes something on board, you know, whether it's gone beyond their bandwidth, there's a little bit of ooh, wobbles. And, but what we have to do is we have to get into the presence of God and allow the Lord to process it with us. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about. So when we're praying about uh, this year, and I'm not saying that this is the word for the year, you know, like does it expire in December and then we reboot a whole new word? You know, we've all, we've all been sat through that sort of stuff. The vision for this year is, and then the end of the year, so it didn't really happen, but we've got a new one. Um, <coughs> so I can't, I don't, I'm not really good on the timing thing. So uh, I, I'm, just, I'm praying, saying, Lord, you know, and we're all about revival, but the Lord gave us language is a little bit more expansive, a little bit more expansive. And I heard the words, rejoice unto awakening. Rejoice unto awakening. And what it is to, to wake up. Wake up's really important because people have these aha moments. You know, some people, you can imagine you're in World War II because everyone's different. Can you imagine World War II? It's sort of like all of a sudden someone was in prayer and the Lord says, Germany's gonna, Germany's gonna attack Great Britain. And that was their awakening moment. Whereas someone over here who's on a different page when they say, when, did you, when was your awakening when you realised uh, um, that you were at war? And this person might say, when the bomb landed on my neighbour's house. <laughs> like everyone wakes up in different ways and different times. And so awakening actually not just prepares us, but it informs us for what God is doing. And God wants His church to be completely awakened. And I'm not talking about to the problems, but rejoice unto awakening. And so with every, every, I think this is very important because I do have that legal mind. I think if you can find precedent, it actually says God is no respecter of persons. If you can find precedent where it's happened in Scripture, tickety-boo. You can find where God's done it before. That's the easiest thing to know that He, he if, if we believe, He'll do it again. And so what we see is we see deliverance involves an interplay with the faith of God's people and associated action and complete supernatural invasion of God's ability. This is, see, we've been quoting Jeremiah. Our, our Lord God, you've made the heavens and the earth by your great power. Nothing is too difficult for you. Can someone say amen? Nothing's too difficult for God, but here's the deal. The Lord has never, ever lost a battle. Not one, not one, not one. The Lord has never lost one battle. So when we get our proverbial undergarments in a knot, It should never, is, can God do it? It is, will we yield to Him and His ways? It's never about, can God do it? So everything's easy for God. Everything is easy for God. So we start to see that the, the challenge is us yielding to be on the same page. He says, my ways are not your ways. So as the heavens are above the earth, now my ways are above your ways and my thoughts above your thoughts. So the Lord wants us to live and walk in His ways. Now, you know what, you never, this is, I mean, I think, I think, so remember the word tribulation means thlipsis, which is pressure, right? So we could call it crises. You never want to let a good crisis go to waste. Don't let a good crisis go to waste. 
Don't walk in fear and misery and uncertainty and let it affect your health. No. Uh, um, I saw something the other day very interesting because I, I do like, I don't overindulge in philosophy, but I do follow a little bit of it online and stuff. And, there, and um, uh, who knows the actor Michael Caine? He's known for this philosophy. He know, he knows this, he's known for this philosophy where he was acting. And what happened is that there was a director sitting in the, in the, in the seats out there and it was a rehearsal. And what happened is one of the props guy, Michael Caine was meant to come into this room and open the door, but one of the props guy had actually put a, a, a chair in the way on the other side of the door. And, and what happened was, is we, uh, uh, um, Michael Caine went to open the door and it hit the chair and he goes to the director, what am I meant to do? And the director goes, use the difficulty. Use the difficulty. He goes, what do you mean? He said, well, if you are a dramatic actor and you open the door, you'd smash the chair. Whereas as a comedy, you'd fall over the chair. He says, use the difficulty. Now, wherever possible, avoid the difficulty. <laughs> he said, but there's a place, there's a place where things are happening. You know, I've, 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 <laughs> I've quoted this many times, but I remember, I remember the first time we, our family owned a swimming pool and it just happened to be, this swimming pool just happened to be a magnet for leaves and bark and gum nuts. It's just a special, got this special magnet gift on it. And there'd be a tree, and as soon as there'd be a, a cool change and gully winds would come through, just like ticker tape, you know, I feel like I've just returned from World War II, you know? And just sit out and then I just watch it come down and then you just watch it land in the pool. And I just realised, man, this is gonna be a lot of it. Now I know why they sold the house, okay. <coughs> and I'm looking at it. And I'm just going, look at this. And it gets on the coat and it stains. And I was, I was really having a good whinge. My dad was standing there with his coffee like this. And he goes, well, I suppose all you can really do is complain. <laughs> and that's what we do. We actually, rather than, and God wants us to transcend using the, uh, 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 using the difficulty. But we're in a time where God wants us to know his ways to tap into his supernatural ability his supernatural ability, not just to transcend a situation, but to actually rule and reign with him from a transcendent reality to actually change history. And this is what, this is what rejoicing, rejoicing unto awakening is about. So we're gonna put up the first scripture, it's Psalm 22, three to four, and it's this. But you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in you, they trusted and you delivered them. And the key here is God being enthroned on the praises of His people. And there's different ways you can in, in, uh, 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 translate the, the word yorshab, uh, which is enthroned, and it can mean to inhabit, it can mean to be seated, to sit down, um, it can be to establish, it can even causatively mean to marry. So this is, what, this is, this is the cool part is that if we try and overcome through our own effort, we will get soul exhaustion. And it is easy, it's, it's easy. Do you know, <laughs> so many places we're called to remember, you know, like, like do this in remembrance of me, communion, do this in remembrance of me. And we're always called to remember. And you're going, Lord, why do you always call us to remember? Because we always forget. <laughs> we do, we forget. And so we actually, almost on a mechanical level until it becomes our, on an intuitive level, we are called to remember and we need to know constantly that 
it is not by the multitude of an army or horses that deliverance comes. Deliverance is always, 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 always from the Lord. And the most guaranteed sure way to see God move in our situation is to praise Him, is to praise Him. And we're gonna talk about, I wanna get to the, the, the pointy end of the stick with this. Don't confuse praising with singing. If you think we're just gonna sing our way into breakthrough, that's just too weird. That's just not like, next thing you know, you know, church becomes more about, you know, Australian Idol and the voice and all that sort of stuff. It's actually, is, is, is that praise is merely a vehicle, you know? You know, nothing, were, it's nothing more confusing than someone singing with a horrible voice bringing the anointing. Nothing, nothing crazier. <coughs> and there's lots of people with beautiful voices that bring nothing, okay? And you go, that's confusing too. So, so don't confuse praising God with singing. Even though that is a primary expression, okay? That's why God touches so many people in the shower. So, so we have God dwells. Do you know, God's never lost any battle. And what happens is that if we're in fear and anxiety, we, we actually choke God out. Now, remember, this is important. When you say yes to Jesus, when you say, Jesus, you're my Lord and Saviour, I believe you're the Son of God, Son of God it actually says you get quickened. Supernatural life, you get born from above. Some say born again. I prefer to say born from above. Then you're in a whole another currency. That currency is the faith. It's faith. The just shall live by faith. Now, this is where people, it's like, it's easier. It's, it's, it's straightforward in concept, but not in practice. Is we are called to be completely impelled and compelled by what we believe. This is the exciting thing. This is why we need to go from faith to faith, glory to glory. It's a whole nother deal. So you have this abstraction, God dwells in praises. God dwells in praises. Well, He's omnipresent, okay? So He dwells everywhere. But if you want manifest God, praise God. If you want manifest deliverance, not theological deliverance. Yes, I've read the amazing stories in the Bible and Daniel in the lion's den, like this. You want actual deliverance. And so you get people, yes, I know to praise God. No, 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 praise God. See, I can give you information and I can give it to you in a context of impartation, a context of information uh, with a level of glory, brilliant. But only training comes on the job. Blessed be the God, my, the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. Let's not keep accruing information and not praise God, you know? And this is like, some, this morning was amazing, but I'm talking about every day. I'm talking about every day, every day. Look, I get up here and I'm sort of like, you know, at the end there, I'm sort of like designated driver by default. I'm losing it and rhetorical questions and tears and all this sort of stuff, you know? And then I just bring that amazing whole thing into announcements. Oh, from the mountain into announcements. <laughs> Feel sorry for me. So, <laughs> and so, and so I remember, um, and a part of the story that I didn't really go into, but I remember my first trip to the Philippines, the Lord said to me, the Lord is my, if I'm Hebrews, the Lord is my helper, what can man do to me? Going to a very dangerous area, like a really dangerous area. And then we had the, the youth meeting where I led worship, I led praise. And I, I reckon it possibly was the first time I'd ever led praise. And I felt, I, the word that came to me just before I did it was, we are fools for Christ's sake. 
So I had to put on my best gooby goober because these are like young kids. These were like anywhere from eight to mid-teens. And I had to, I was, I was the Wiggles, you know, and I like, I was a bit sort of like, you know, I'd been saved a couple of years and, you know, God's really moved in my life. And, you know, we, 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 you know, what a mighty God we serve. There's going to be a revival in the land. And then the good old classic, he turned my mourning into dancing. Okay. So, and, and the record gets stuck. And so we were, we were standing on our seats. We we're going bananas. Now what happened was it was on the edge of the, edge of the room, all these men were standing. I think, ah, oh, parents. Cool. They, you know, they dropped their kids off. As it turns out, most were not parents. They were actually communist spies. <laughs> they were communist rebels. And, and we were told that, that we were being surveilled to be kidnapped because that's a good business. You know what happened? God dwells in the praises of His people. We got, we just did those three praise songs, okay? And the glory manifested. And to the point where I think nearly every, we're talking jungle here, we're not talking small town. It was in the province called Agusan del Sur. And, um, and we were like, we were surrounded by rice fields and mountains. And we were, we were an Australian had just been killed, Jackie Hamill, not long before we got there. And so, so we, did, we were praising God and the glory comes down. And we saw, I reckon, I would say out of all those kids, we, out of maybe 120, 30 kids, maybe 90 kids got baptised in the Holy Spirit. I mean screaming tongues. I mean crazy. And so we didn't know what danger we were until afterwards because the, one of the pastors knew. Uh, and, and, and so God dwells in the praise of His people. See, here's the deal. We need to see God dwelling in our, manifestly in our life. Can someone say Amen. And this is, this is such a trans-dimensional reality. You are seated in heavenly places, but you're physically here. But when you praise God, those two dimensions marry. And this is why we have to really go after our confession and what we say and how we praise God. You know, like a really easy way to guarantee to not come into your destiny is complain. Guarantee. Can you quote Scriptures? I can quote books. It's called Exodus, <laughs> Exodus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and so on and so forth. Whole books, whole books, big books, big books. When you complain. And so there's something about laying a hold of praising God because he, he dwells there, but we have to cultivate it. Now, if we can, uh, the next scripture, I think it's Psalm 47. I love this one. And this is where we're going today with this. Psalm 47. For God is King of all the earth. Listen to this. Sing praises with understanding. This is where we're going with this. Sing praises with understanding. God reigns over the nations. God sits on His holy throne. The princes of the people have gathered together, the people of the God of Abraham, for the shields of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. Did you know that when God appeared to Abraham, He says, he said, I am your reward, your exceedingly great shield. Your only real shield is God. You could like start burrowing down, go be a real doomsday prepper. And they've got these bunker busters, baby. All right, you can't physically go anywhere. God is our shield. He is our shield. He's our fortress. The name of the Lord is a strong and mighty tower. And those who run into it, I find refuge in a safe. 
And, and so specifically, okay, why sing praises with understanding? So remember, I don't want you to confuse praising God with singing, and yet singing is a key component. This is, so you're sitting here, and then you, you're conscious of certain needs. I've, I feel a certain way. I need this to happen in my life. I might have some financial areas. I might have some health areas. And you, you have a level of, an, of awareness. And yet there's a part of you that God looks through the lens and He sees you according to Colossians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. And it's this. For in Jesus dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete in Him who is the head of all principality and power. You're not gonna be complete. The Lord sees you as complete. The Lord sees you as complete. So you've got these circumstances, what's taking place, why do the nations rage and the rulers plot a vain thing against the Lord and against His anointed, all right? Just remember everything that's happening in the world, if there's any darkness coming, it's your fault. Because it's about the Lord and His anointed. That's, why, that's the deal, just take that as a compliment. You're worth attacking. <laughs> Seriously, oh, am I? I didn't think anyone. Remember, if, 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 no one, if you think that no one notices you, just try missing a few mortgage repayments. Okay, so, so you're worth going after because it's against the Lord and His anointed. But here's the deal. When we praise God, you are tapping into the timeless dimension of the Spirit. God says you're complete. He says you're complete. I, I don't feel complete. Let God be true and every man a liar. You, when you praise God, you start to lay a hold of the, that, that eternal dimension of truth. And truth isn't a collection of facts that you can check. Jesus is the truth. He's the way, the truth and the life. The truth is a person. And so when you praise the Lord, God doesn't just dwell in the praise of His people. It's almost like you meet the Lord in the air. Who are these that fly like clouds? Because I tell you what, do not let a good crisis go to waste. We get to praise God. I want to, I, one day, I want to look back at Australian history at this time, and I don't want us to see that we were a snowflake generation that had been cotton wooled and then we couldn't ha- handle the real battle. If you cannot keep up with the foot soldiers, how, how can you keep up with the horsemen? I want to see in this hour that people actually re- realise they're already sons. They realise that all of creation is already waiting to the fact that, 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 that we're not called Christians from heaven, we are called sons. And sons are meant to co-rule and reign with the Lord. What an exciting opportunity. Opportunity. Are we going to be known as a sheep nation in eternity? We, we, that's the invitation and the opportunity now. It's amazing. And the first, what we have to do, we have to engage that faith faculty that if God is my helper, what can man do to me? But it's about not just invoking it, it's about manifesting it. And it says He dwells in his, the praises of His people. So if you want God to be an ever-present help on a manifest level, not a theological level, Praise Him, praise Him, praise Him. And so that's where the, 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 the challenge is with faith. The minute you say yes to Jesus, you've received an inheritance. Eternal life is, is, is a, that's, that's a good one, okay? Eternal life actually isn't living forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever, okay? It's actually knowing God, according to John 17, three. It's knowing the Lord because time is within Him. But when you're in the Spirit, it's a whole different deal, okay? So, and so this is what's exciting is that when we say yes to Jesus, we come into, a, we come into an inheritance that is perfect. 
And then we get to spend in this time space well to actualize the covenant that we are connected to and that we are already seated with Him and we have an inheritance. That's what sing praises with understanding is about. That's what it's about. The universe is held together by the power of His Word. God who in former times spoke to our fathers through the prophets has in these last days spoken this to, through His Son. I, like, I do like Brian's version of this one. Uh, he's spoken to us through the language of His Son. So this is, this is where, don't see Old Testament like, yes, 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 we just got a bit of a better deal now. No, 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 no. We now have the mystery that was hidden for ages and generations, but now has been revealed. Christ in you, the hope of glory. God lives inside of you. The kingdom of heaven does not come with observation. For the kingdom of heaven is, do not say here it is and there it is, for the kingdom of heaven is within you. This is what's so exciting, but it gets released through rejoicing. It gets released through praising. Why do you think in Amos, in the book of Acts, the tabernacle of David had to be resurrected? Because it actually said the tabernacle of David is constant praise going up to heaven from the saints, actually opens up the portals of the dimensions of heaven to enable the harvest to come in. That's why it's such a big deal. Why did the whole world shut down? Except for liquor stores and video shops or whatever it was, but churches shut down everywhere because the powers of darkness were terrified of the power of praise terrified of the power of praise. And what I'm talking about is that wouldn't it be great if we just had church and then just it all change? I, I, I really believe this has to be a personal and then a corporate revolution. It has to be engaged on an individual basis regularly, regularly, regularly. Can, it, can, can I see any other way around or through it? I can't personally. But you know what? I, I, let, let, let's... let's Let's put up the, the Roman scripture. Uh, hang on, hang on, just hold it for a second. You know, every, everything, everything's easy for God and He wants you to see it that way. So you rejoicing enables Him to inhabit your praises. That's, that's what happens. And we're gonna talk about this, a few steps about that in a minute. That, that's what's so cool. When you start going, wow, I've gotta get my eyes off of myself. I've got to, I, I can let the circumstances inform my metanoia. I can let the circumstances inform my situation. I can, go, I can move in an opposite spirit, i.e. not fear. Okay, but it's, it is still happening. And there are things you can practically do, like what we do in government, etc. okay? But what happens is you start to praise the Lord, you actually start to come into that place of His presence, that frequency, the anointing. The, the, it's the, the, the anointing that destroys every yoke, it destroys every yoke, it destroys every yoke. But right now, I'm just gonna give you an entree, this is not the main course, because everyone takes this and goes, oh, my, my breakthrough, oh, this is my breakthrough, can you imagine? Can you imagine shrinking your whole, your whole world down to your needs and your breakthrough? That's the, subconsciously, we start to believe that God exists for us. Whereas God says, hey, those are joined to me are one spirit with me. There's a lot bigger things than your personal breakthrough. But if you live for me, all these things will be added. But let's look at, let's look, let's look at the entree. The entree is very good. This is amazing. It's all easy for God, Romans chapter eight. He who did not spare His own Son, but delivered Him up for us all, how shall He not with Him also freely give us all things? Who knows, that's amazing. Heaven's not going, oh, I think I'm blessing you too much. I don't know, I was gonna ease back a little bit. You know, what you got is that God doesn't wanna give us blessings, He wants to, I had a conversation this morning, shower us with blessings. Shower us with blessings. 
But what we do is we stand in the hallway going, I don't feel, I don't feel very showered. Do you know what you gotta do? You gotta get in the shower. I don't feel very showered. I don't know, I can't remember the last time I showered. I don't know if that's really gonna clean me. I don't feel like, I don't even know if it's gonna cool me down and refresh me and you're in the hallway. God says, get in the shower and I'll shower you with blessings. See, we, see, it's not about a matter of God moving. It's a matter of us moving to Him, drawn into God and He'll draw into you. And this is where we start to see that, 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 that's, that, that ridiculous ego stubbornness that is the flesh, that's the carnal mind. So oh, I need breakthrough. God says, praise me. And it says, I will dwell in the praises of, of, of I'll dwell in your praises. You know, uh, the other day I was, I was driving somewhere with Rach and we we're doing something social. And I have, a, I have a, an interesting personality. I have an extrovert side and I have an introvert side, <clears throat> okay? And sometimes I don't feel like going out. I just don't. So we're in the car going, to, going somewhere, people we love and know and whatnot. Everyone's starting mapping right now, no, don't. And you know what happened? <laughs> Do you know what happened? I'm in the car and I start feeling mild anxiety, like going, I don't know what, there, there was, listen, there was nothing about the circumstance that made me feel, I just felt mildly anxious about going out. I, was, I spoke to Rachel about it and the Lord started to speak to me. He said, Todd, so many people live in a place with a mild underlying nagging sense of anxiety and it stops them from receiving. Just persistent nagging anxiety stops us from believing. Remember, you can't get around this one. Jesus says, if you command the mountain to be uprooted and cast into the sea, and if you do not doubt in your heart those things you say will come to pass, you will have whatever you say. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask, when you believe you, when you, whatever things you ask, you must believe you have received them. See, the heart has to be convinced. And not only does God dwell in our praises, but praise is the language of faith. And your heart starts to listen to your mouth. You start to prophesy. You're the most powerful prophet in your own life. Did you know that? When you start to decree the word of the Lord, you start to go, you know, bless the Lord, I must someone, all that's within me, bless his holy name. Forget not all of his benefits, he heals all your diseases and, and, and it forgives you of all your iniquities. Crowns your life with loving kindness and tender mercies and renews your youth like the eagles. And you start to do that. After a while, your heart starts to listen and it starts to, starts to overwhelm the negative confession, overwhelm the sarcasm, the exaggeration, the lying spirits. Because the Word of God is powerful. It's so powerful, it's sharper than a two-edged sword. So there's something about when we praise God, it starts to convert our heart because once you believe, you actually, get, you believe as a man thinks in his heart, so they are. So this is why praising God and rejoicing actually wages war on low-level mild anxiety. Just because like, I can, you know, crack a few jokes and, 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 and you know, be loud or whatever doesn't mean that, I haven't had to navigate things where I just feel anxious and I, go, I don't know why. We actually have to wage war on that. You know, it's actually not about will God, will God do it? It's about can we receive it? It's actually already happened. You, when you said yes, you got born from above, that's your inheritance and all we're doing is rejoicing actually activates that but brings the manifest presence of God where, where not only does our heart change, but He encounters us. And you know what? This is, this is prescriptive. This is not, oh, good teaching, you know, who cares? Unless we praise God, it is just a good teaching. And in Australia, it's not the head, it's the heart. It's the heart, it's the heart. And so what I wanna do is I wanna just leave you with some just basic steps, okay? I remember I came back from Myanmar once 
And I knew there was this uh, spirit of death. Someone had a dream and there was a, the, the spirit of death was sort of a bit of an assassin. Okay, and I knew it through Revelation, God warned me. And I'm like, all right, awesome. The first thing, <laughs> the first thing you do when you think of spirit of death is like, You go, you do, you free your, and then, then you start feeling, why me? <laughs> why me? I've had that, I've had that. And this is what the Lord, I went to a series of visions and the Lord started showing me Saul's assassin, started showing me David, the cave of Adullam and, and what the mighty things God did. Then the Lord said, here's the deal. You're coming into a season, you can only praise your way through. And you know what? I, I started to, I started to, I would say it's the best school I've ever been to. I started like putting time aside every day to, pr to praise the Lord. So these are some of the things I learned. I'm gonna tell you some of the things I learned because this is what God is saying in this season. And I'm gonna tell, I, I wanna explain and make sure that I write down the video. Good, yes, all right. The first thing you need to do, you need to invite the Holy Spirit. Don't get out your favourite CD. Turn into Benny Hinn. You know, I exalt you, you know. Sing it, Cheryl. And it's like, it's like, that's great. But your go-to is the Spirit of God because the Lord's looking for those who worship in spirit and in truth. So I started to pray. I said, Holy Spirit, I need your help. Help me. And I started to praise the Lord. And I would like praise God. And what would happen is your mind would wander. And then you bring it back. And, and it's, you know, the Lord won't hold it against you if you have an open Bible and you're pacing. And I'd actually start to read the Psalms and I'd start to sing what God had already written down of what, what's real and what works. So I started to do that. Sometimes it'd be just a keyboard pad. Sometimes it'd be other things. I'd change it up. I'd always start with the Spirit of God. Always start with the Spirit of God. Sometimes two or three hours a day. You're going, that's a bit. So is the Spirit of death. Huh. That's a bit much. So is dying. And you know, it's all, all happy ending. I just want to fulfill my scroll. All right, this is it's the last thing. Oh, death, where's your sting? Okay, it's just like from one place to another. And then when people go over there, they say, "Do you want to go back?" No. Okay, <laughs> it's just amazing. Heaven is. It's amazing. So I started to praise God, and, and these are some of the things I learned. The Lord said, "People spend way too little time praising and worshiping God, and too much time praying." This says, not through the multitude of words, vain repetition. I learned that God loves to be connected through praise, through praise and worship. <clears throat> but I was focusing on praise, I, to be honest, I was. And what happened is I started to meet the Lord. Do you know when you're with the Lord, you're not that chatty? <laughs> you're before God, He's there, you just, so this is one of the things he said to me, because also as well, <clears throat> I'd praise God and I could feel the atmosphere change. My spirit would start to really like, like this. And I'd get that, I've got a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. So you were in a room, but where did you go? I went there, where's there? Yeah, I would be there. I could sense mountains and glory, I could, I, like I could hear the Lord, sometimes see, like, like praising God 
transports you. I'll enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart is called surprise. It would take me somewhere because God dwells in the praises of his people. Come up here and I'll show you the things that must shortly take place after this. You can't think about your problems and your rubbish, which is easy for God to change like that and praise him at the same time. You actually, you actually rip the needle off of that record and you carve out a new, new neural pathways. And I'll be praising God and he'd say things like this, Todd, one decree from here is worth more than a thousand down there. You start to realise this, God really is looking for worshippers. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, seeking whose heart is completely His, so He may show Himself strong on their behalf. In this season, these problems, these crises are nothing to God. Can someone say amen? They're nothing to Him. We have to be informed, but then we have to sing praises with understanding. It's actually, Lord, you've already done. When you said it is finished, you really meant it. You're already seated on your throne, which means you're already ruling. When you're seated, you're resting and ruling and we're called to enter into His rest. So one, one decree from here is worth more than a thousand down there. And this is what I found, is that after I did this for about two or three months and then God eliminated all debt in my life. And, 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 and I went to a whole nother level. I didn't know, I just, I just, just trying to avoid dying is a good start. But it actually says these blessings will overtake you. They'll overtake you. Who wants to be overtaken with the blessings of the Lord? He, he dwells in your praises. Now, this is very important. Whenever you start now, maybe you're already there. Okay, so let's just assume there's some angels in here. Okay, so when you start something, it's always mechanical. It's always mechanical. It's a decision. Now, if you've got some interesting dynamics in your life and you go, tomorrow I'm going to praise God and it's going to be amazing. And the next morning, all of your feelings go, nah. Too many angels in here. Okay. You start off and you do it mechanically. But I'm going to guarantee something. This is real. I praise God. I'd have the Bible open. I'd thank Him that He's already done it. I thank Him for the things I personally asked for. I thank Him for delivering us in this insane place in uh, time in history that, that he, he, he blesses overcomers, okay? And it says the battle is not yours, but the Lord's. As long as you understand what He is saying, it's actually His battle, but He can't be uh, uh, released into your battle unless He's dwelling in your praises. <laughs> physical mouth, physical. Starts off mechanically, but this is what... I have things happen to me and I don't have the, the right language. But this morning I heard this. He says, well, you'll start off mechanically. Maybe you won't. Maybe if you just instantly connect with the Holy Ghost and you go straight in there. But I started off mechanically. Even if you start off in fear or anxiety, start off mechanically. And I heard him say to me, and then you actually enter into the spirit of praise. And I'm thinking... Because you actually enter into the spirit of praise. And I'm going, I, I'm looking up, spirit of praise, spirit. It's nowhere in the Bible. And the Lord goes, yes, it is. It's called joy. <laughs> it's called joy. And then you're like really into it. You, you're like, then you start off like, you know, and it's sort of like, you know, praise and bless the Lord, all my soul. You know, all you can feel is your feelings grinding against each other. And it's sort of like, you know, hallelujah, what's it to you? You know, you sort of, <coughs> and, and then what takes place is you hit tipping point. It's gonna be different for everyone because we're different soil types, sowing the seed. But then what, what took place is that you, when you enter into the spirit of praise, it rests on you. It rests on you. It's not, see, see the psalmist did it seven times a day. 
Daniel did it three times a day. But this is the good play, this is the good thing, right? When you cultivate it, you actually never really leave there. You're always there, but you're physically here. And so the spirit of praise rests on you. And guess what? There's joy. And there's that sense of God's presence. Do you know what starts to happen? You start to speak to mountains. And those mountains move. But we can't do it from down here. We actually have to meet Him in the air. This is what He's calling us to do. And you know, we're going, oh, that's a bit, I'm not really into that. It's called, it says, the sacrifice of praise. You, you, that, 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 that carnality has to... We're already co-crucified. And this is what's so exciting. We start to see everything from God's perspective. We start to see everything. You, you got these, don't, don't exalt people like Elijah and stuff. It says he was a man of like passions. I mean, amazing, spirit of, I mean, pretty amazing dude. I mean, there's a spirit named after him, spirit of Elijah, right? But you know what? It was so normal for him to just, just, just translate somewhere. They just go, hey, maybe he's on a mountain. And they're like, don't be stupid. They're like, yeah, he does that. He's sitting up there again. Who knows, this might come to this. I won't complain about it. If I'm a man of God, <laughs> like this. Okay, next. Seriously, you know why? Because he's living in a heavenly dimension. And he, he, he got Enoch'd. Where the, we had Carl around the other night. No, who owns cats? Who owns cats? Okay. They get into everything, don't they? They, they, they don't come when they, they're called, do they? But when you're cleaning a room, they turn up. Could be a bag. It was your wardrobe when I left this morning. <laughs> it's like, meow. And we said, you know what? Someone should, the next person who gets a cat, call them Enoch because they was not. Because <laughs> God took them. <laughs> no, they're in, a, they're in a cupboard. Okay. But this is what's so exciting, is this is the invitation. Rejoice unto awakening. Rejoice unto awakening. And if you were just to stand there and just go praise God, praise God, praise God, like a robot, you actually have to, I would suggest, get, get your resources, get your worship, get, um, uh, get the Psalms out, or many other places, Zephaniah, the Lord's dancing over us. Look what happened, you know, Paul, uh, God was so into Paul and Silas's praise that he started tapping his foot and the earthquake happened, you know? Seriously, this is, this is an exciting invitation, but I feel, remember it's prescriptive, it's prescriptive. Say, so I, can, I, I, I can do that. I can praise God every day. I've been, when, after the Lord gave me this word, I started to just engage. And I'll tell you what right now, the last thing I'll say is this, in regards to, I've got some frequent flyer points in the spirit world. And when I started off, I'm praising God. Do you know how much I felt? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Praising God. <laughs> and then what happens later in the day, I can feel the spirit of the Lord come to me. I'm like, oh, hello. What are you doing here? <laughs> he said, well, you worship me in the morning. Do you know sometimes there's a lag time? That's okay, but you just keep doing it. See, consistent, see, see, see uh, sustained focus, sustained focus creates momentum. Momentum creates all breakthrough and transformation. If we commit as individuals, and I'm gonna be talking about this at length because one of the words to praising God is to shine and that involves light. And there's too many people hiding their light. Don't be afraid, speak out about what's happening. Speak out of it. I want to stay under the radar. You're saying, I want to hide my light. Speak out. 
Speak to people. Pray for people. This is, this is I believe, there's an invitation for the church's greatest hour. Can someone say amen? But I believe he's saying to us, rejoice unto awakening, because I tell you what right now, there's stuff going on and it's, 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 it's just so easy. Everything's easy for God. You hang out with God, it becomes easy for you as well. At the end of the day, God is spirit and He changes everything by speaking. You're made in His image and you're called to change everything by speaking if you believe what you're saying is actually His Word coming out of your mouth in Jesus' Name. Let's grab our communion. Praise God. Thank you. Who thought that was a great testimony of Amazing, amazing. While you're holding this, as I've re-engaged this, what I'm talking about, I've re-engaged on a whole nother level for this year because I, I believe it's the Word of the Lord. I am shocked I can sit at home or out somewhere surrounded by blessing and feel a bit average, okay? I know there's a lot of angels in here. You, you don't relate to what I'm saying, I get it. <laughs> But I, do. I know what it's like to just sit there and just going, huh. did you know that, 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 that people, it's called, the, it's called flat effect. People could have a thing called episodic depression where, where you don't, you, things that you used to find enjoyable, you don't find enjoyable anymore. And what happens, you realise is joy or heaviness have nothing to do with the physical world, they are dimensional. They are dimensional. You could be surrounded by blessing and unhappy. And what's happened is I'm just starting to get excited about praising God. You know why? Because He dwells in there. And this is what's so cool. He's, you know, just in case you're wondering, look, this is gonna blow your minds. He's a really big God and He's really smart. Like He knows stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and you praise Him and then He starts touching you in an area you didn't even know was a problem. And then starts giving you a solution you didn't even ask for. When you're hanging out with Him in this place, He starts giving you that heads up. I had some, some decisions to make as a, um, regarding leaders and different things last week. And because I've been praising God, the Lord manifested a dream to me and went boom, 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 boom. I'm like, Thank you. See, this is, the, I would say praising God or worshipping God is actually an end in itself, an end of itself, not end of itself, an end in itself, sorry. Get excited about praising Him. Go to the gym in the Spirit, start to praise Him. And what will happen after a period of time, the Spirit of praise will rest upon you and you never really exit it. You come to that, praise is the language of faith. 
you already have all things. If He did not spare His one and only Son, but gave Him up for us all, how should He not through Him freely give us all things? Who knows that's amazing without spilling your communion? Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank You. We thank You as always. This is the day that You have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank You, Lord, that we are seated in heavenly places, but all of heaven is rejoicing. Heaven is crying, holy, holy, holy is the Lamb. Holy is the Lord Almighty who is and was and is to come. Lord, I just thank You, You created all things for Your pleasure. And Lord, I thank You, You take delight in the praises of Your people. I thank You. If God, the Lord is my helper, what can man do to me? We say yes and amen, but especially we thank You for the perfect and finished work at Calvary through the shed blood and the broken body on the cross. Bless this communion and quicken healing to us in Jesus' Name, Amen.